What is up, Black City, and welcome back to Spokast. As always, recording in the third best recording studio in Spokane, according to the Inlanders Best Of. And today on the podcast, we have Brittany Prop, co-owner and bartender extraordinaire at Logan's Tavern in the GU District. Uh, but before we get into all that, I, got, I have an ad to read and I got some news to share. Uh, so, so here's the ad. Do you love your beer? Do you love helping support our local community? Then you need to go check out Golden Handle Brewing. It is Spokane's first social purpose brewery dedicated to brewing delicious beer and supporting the people and organizations that make Spokane a better place. Each month, they pick a different community nonprofit and then donate $1 of every Golden Handle pint sold. Then the next month, they do it all again. This month at Golden Handle, the community partner is Feast World Kitchen. And every Friday and Saturday in April, they'll have a Feast World Kitchen pop-up. And this month, it is Calmet Viet. Uh, and uh, if you go down to Golden Handle, mention that Brennan from Spokast sent you, and you'll get $1 off your first flight. So go visit Golden Handle. They're at the Old Steel Barrel Tap Room on 154 South Madison Street, Tuesday through Monday, and they open at 3 p.m. Uh, so off to the news, uh, Spokast. We're moving. That's right. This is going to be my, uh, well, it's about my fifth studio in about three years um, that I've worked in. And I'm moving from the Holmes block space, um, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I, I'm, I'm excited about the move. But I am moving into the old KYRS space in the community building. It's right next to the Serenette Commons. Uh, and I'm going to be eating so much piece pie. Uh courtesy of uh well not courtesy of him i'm gonna be paying him but isaac hauser you know he was a guest here on spokecast a couple of weeks ago and his space is down in the serenette commons and i'm just gonna be right down there uh in the middle of all of what's going on on um on the i guess that's like the east end of downtown spokane and i'm i'm just excited because the old kyrs space is uh it's an old radio station so it's set up for people talking on microphones it's a a lot more soundproof it's uh i have i have an elevator that people can use uh, and it's just the the building's just full of other community organizations that are uh based there NAACP's there uh the riverkeeper is there who i who i used to do a podcast with and i'm hoping to bring that podcast back hopefully because of moving so close to them uh and it, it's just it's a it's a much needed move, and uh, I'll also be moving into the space with my friends at Range. Uh, it's just an exciting time uh, to be to be moving into a new space, and I I am hoping that uh, this will be a long time home for Spokast uh, for the considerable future, and hopefully we'll be moving at the the beginning of May. But once I'm settled, I will definitely be having an open house party in this space. I have not done an open house party for Spoke Cash yet. I was going to do one here. It has never happened, but I will definitely be doing one at the, at the old KYRS space. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that that's happening. And 
I'll have more news about that. I'll, you know, you can follow me on Instagram and stay up to date with like some, some things I post about it there. Uh, but you know, honestly, I could not be making the move without the support of my, uh, Spokastonites. Uh, I will be using the, the monthly money that I get from Patreon, uh, to pay the rent at, at the new space. Um, and you know, as always, I, I could not be doing this podcast, Spokast, without my amazing uh tonight Patreon supporters. Um, and here they are. Joe Van Voorhis, Elizabeth Geyer, Abby Pointer, Lee Wick, Gina Campbell, Tyler Poole, Sarah Thorpe, Judy Pointer, Zach Hawkins, Amber Sparks, Luke Baumgarten, Valerie Ossier, Alex Lea, Nick Spanger, and Elizabeth and Bill Pointer. Thank you all so much again. If you want to become a Spokastonite and support what I'm doing here, visit patreon.com backslash Spokast. So let me introduce our guest. Uh, today on the podcast, like I said, is Brittany Prop. She's a co-owner and she's a bartender at Logan's Tavern. Uh, she's a longtime family friend, actually. My brother, Evan, and was really good friends with uh, Chip Prop, her husband, um, and they were friends since grade school they played a lot of basketball together football together in high school uh and so yeah she's been a longtime friend and i've uh you know i I saw her at the inlanders best of uh logan tavern won the best local chicken sandwich and which is an it's it's such a good sandwich it's uh it's a it's a crispy a house battered buttermilk chicken sandwich. It has, you know, lettuce pickles and then fry sauce. And it's on a, this is a really good brioche bun. And, uh, and so I was like, I had, when I saw her there, I was like, man, I got to get you on the podcast and, and talk about all you're doing at Logan Tavern and how, how much her team, uh, which includes, uh, Eric McGraw, the chef there, uh, how they're just killing it. They're just, they're elevating the bar, food game here in Spokane. They have weekly fresh sheets. Like I said, they change weekly, but like, but they're so creative with the menus. One time I went there, uh, they were doing a carnival uh, fresh sheet where they were doing like elephant ears and they were doing like corn dogs. And it is, they're being very creative with bar food and, and it's, it's just elevated. It's so, it's such a, and it's such a great atmosphere because you're in the heart of uh, the GU district and, and they're just, and you're in like a space that's just been, just been in Spokane for so long. It formerly was the Bulldog, um, which, you know, was there for, for, for so many years and is now um, inside. Wow. Uh, it's inside one of the buildings on GU campus. I think it's where uh, all of the food is, but I, so you can still go to the Bulldog Tavern. It's just in a different space now. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing such a, so many fun things there they they're family friendly until 8 p.m and they're restarting trivia starting on april 28th from 8 to 10 p.m you just need to go follow uh, all that logan's tavern's doing on instagram and facebook and go and visit them and have some of their amazing food there's not only chicken sandwiches but there's a lot of other sandwiches there's really good bar appetizers and and if you go in in the afternoon you're you're probably gonna get your uh, drink made by the owner herself, uh, Brittany. So go visit, support, and go check out the Logan Tavern. Um, so 
This podcast is supported. This podcast is also supported by the Spokane Workers Co-op, a locally based worker-owned holding company whose mission it is to increase access to living wages, workplace democracy, and autonomy, and create the sort of lifelong career trajectories that are increasingly uncommon for the majority of people in America. The worker owners of SWC, including myself, regardless of which business they work, are equal co-owners of the entire holding company, providing them not just direct ownership of the fruits of their own labor, but ownership and a diversified and resilient portfolio of businesses dedicated to serving Spokane and the Inland Northwest. You can go learn a lot more about Spokane Workers Co-op at www.spokane.coop. So, well, I will not keep you any longer. Here is our guest, Brittany Prop. This is Spocast. Well, I am sitting here with Brittany Prop, uh, owner and operator and bartender, yes. and probably you probably do maintenance and you probably are the janitor. I wear like eight different hats. Yes, <laughs> marketing manager yeah. of uh, the Logan Tavern in on uh, in the GU district. It's on Indiana. Not Indiana. Hamilton. Hamilton. It's not even the cross street. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I don't know why, why I think Indiana. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on Spocast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, a little background. I've already prefaced this podcast by introducing you on the intro of the show, but uh, Brittany and I have known each other for a pretty long time. Like, pretty long time. I've known your husband since he was like <laughs> eight years old. <laughs> Uh, and then, and you and Chip started dating in, in high school or after high school? After high a- school. After high school. Technically, yeah. But like, <laughs> you would be at my house sometimes mm-hmm. and like hanging out with, like hanging out with Evan and Chip. Yeah. And like, and I, I, I don't know if I was around that much actually at that point. Cause like he was in high school. I was already probably like 10 years married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but we, our families have known each other for so long and, uh, and whenever I see you and Chip out, I just feel like I'm seeing family. So yeah, so we practically are. <laughs> we like it is weird to know like how long I've known Chip. Yeah, like because Evan and Chip started playing basketball like in third or fourth grade together, and we were neighbors with them. And then we just did family outings with them all the time. And like it's just, uh, it is. It's like like seeing cousins, family. It's it's really cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> I never missed a Pointer New Year's Eve party. Those <laughs> that, were always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that is how those are. Oh man, I miss those too. Yeah, that's a. Uh, we should bring those back. I'm sure my mom wants to bring those Absolutely. back, but I don't. I don't want to go all the way up to Deer Park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> um, maybe maybe we should do them at, at our house. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know that you went to Mount Spokane, but I also like, are how long have you been in Spokane? Are you born and raised? No. Well, it's weird because I was born here. Well, I was born on the Air Force Base. Okay. Fairchild. Um, and then we, my dad was in the Air Force, so we moved mm. like every three years. Yeah. And then he uh, passed away in the early 2000s. And oh. when that happened, my mom was like, we're going to move back to Washington. Okay. And I hadn't been back here since I was a baby. So I assumed we were going to Seattle. (laughs) And then she was like, here we are. And I was like, what is this place? (laughs) (laughs) And so you settled in, in Mead? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you grow up in, in, I know you went to Mount Spokane, but like what part of the North side? Like, um, the same neighborhood as your parents basically, Mm. but like, uh, 
closer to what's that cross street daymount spokane yeah daymount spokane yeah. okay yeah. yeah like towards going towards colbert elementary yeah, yeah. yeah. over there yeah no it, i didn't even know you were in the same hood as us yeah. like i could walk <laughs> <laughs> you could you could walk to yeah. yeah i'm i played and biked and ran around that neighborhood so much as a kid it's like i go back to eaglewood uh like maybe every three months just to yeah. go running there yeah. just because it's like it's where i ran cross country and i mean i went to mount Spokane. like it's just like and i when i was in cross country i never really appreciated having all this amazing like forests and this countryside to be able to run on and now i i when i moved into town like and started running again i was just like it's city running is great but like i love going out there because it's oh, just yeah. like there's you don't got to worry about having to stop at stop signs and all that stuff exactly. and like actually it's making me want to go 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 on a run there right now <laughs> um so how like what what was Brittany like in high school i don't really know you oh, i didn't really know you in high school i knew that good. <laughs> <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> i think like i i always just ignored my brother's friends yeah. <laughs> uh, and I probably ignored you and Chip for a really long time and like not purposely just because like that me and Evan are like seven years apart yeah. and and I was friends with like I mean I was like you know it's like seven years like when I'm when I was like 24 he was like 17 and like I was doing adult things and he was still playing basketball yeah exactly <laughs> playing I mean, video games and drinking mountain dew in the basement <laughs> making a, a wall of uh, energy drinks uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but what it like uh what did you what were you into in high school i um was i'm still like a music person mm. so i've always i'm not good at playing any instruments i've tried yeah but i listen to it all the time and i go to shows like religiously yeah so yeah that's awesome uh does that like is that how you fell in love with Chip? Because he was a drummer, kind of. Yes, <laughs> and he was that's how he got he, me. <laughs> he, was was Chip in like bands? Like I knew he did. Like he was kind of did the music stuff for a, yeah. a while, and I know he's in a couple bands. But like, like was he doing that in high school too? Um, he, I want to say he did like a talent show once. I could be wrong. I wasn't at that one. <laughs> it did, but yeah, he uh he did play drums. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, he's been in a couple local bands, yeah. um, that have since, uh, they might be working on something else. Oh, so I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Him and the old singer just recently like got like, he moved back. So, yeah. Yeah. There. Did Chip play with Nixon Rodeo? No. Okay. But I know he talked to I, I'm friends with Ethan and yeah. like he's, I want to get him on the podcast. He's like, last time I was over at Dynamite. I, he was like, Brennan, you got to get me on the podcast. And I'm like, I'll send you the link to schedule it. And I have not done that. Sorry, Ethan. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I, th- I, for some reason I thought he might've played with, maybe he opened for them once, like in a band. I feel like there's a time where like Chip was like, like, I feel like right next year it was, it was yeah. a Cretan hop. Oh yeah. They played there. And um, I, I feel a like few my, times. I feel like my mom went to a Cretan Hop show. She did. I think I was there with her. It was great. <laughs> oh, I don't think I ever went to the Cretan Hop. Be honest oh with you. Oh my god, it was uh, so fun. So uh, fun. I miss it. I, that is so weird. I wish that that venue was such a. I mean, I went. So I used to go before it was a Cretan Hop. It was like a a coffee shop when I was like in high school. Yeah. And it was like a an 
an all hour, like an after hours coffee shop. And like, I would go like on dates there. I'd meet, meet girls on AOL instant messaging. Oh. And then like, that was like an easy place to meet. I went on like maybe two dates there. Like it was never anything like <laughs> yeah. serious. And, uh, but, but that, like that, and then, uh, the Empyrean. Oh yeah. Like, I, I mean, those were like the two places that I remember. I mean, I remember going to the Empyrean for shows. I never went to the, I never went to Cretan Hop, but, uh, I feel like there used to be so many amazing clubs in Spokane for music scene, like totally. the A Club. Oh, the A Club. Um, the Bartlett. The, Bart- I mean, the Bartlett, yeah. Yeah. And now, like, I feel like it's, it, I, this comes up a lot in the podcast. Like, I feel like it only the only sh- places that, like, kind of exist for music are, I mean, is Lucky You mm-hmm. and then the Big Dipper. I mean, obviously the Knit, but like, there's like not many other places that are like, that have a consistent amount of shows. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you were going to shows back in, back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, what would like, who, who's someone you saw that like made, like it, that made it big. Oh, um, oh man. I feel like I've seen so many, especially when the A club was still around. Mm. Cause it was a lot of smaller bands. Like, uh, a lot of people know in this moment, mm. they're a big band. Now I yeah. saw them at the A club, like, their maybe second or third album had just come out and mm. I like got to hold Maria Brink's hands. Oh wow. And I died. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. amazing. Uh, I miss I went and saw I went I saw like Anne Berlin. Oh yeah. At, I saw, at the A Club. I yeah. saw like who else I don't know if I saw Sayosin. Uh but like Reliant K. Oh, yeah. Like I saw a lot of like uh like I, were you I don't, like that John I don't call I guess it is rock but mm-hmm. like I was like really into panic at the disco oh like their first album like I feel like I was kind of hip to them early like I found them on MySpace and like and then they kind of blew up yeah. and I traveled all the way down I drove to Boise in a day and back oh. to go see them at their version of the knitting factory it's not I mean they have the knitting factory down there it was called something else then but like I saw them open for um uh, acceptance oh my gosh that's and, crazy and so like because i yeah i don't i used to like love to travel for shows but they didn't come to spokane i had to see panic at the disco yeah um and that was but i was actually just listening to fallout boy the other day i was just like i love this music <laughs> i love this like this fast pace like but like mel- melodic like rock like it's so much fun <laughs> so much fun <laughs> um but of course we have lucky you now and yeah. we have good shows and uh, but i we need more Yes, we do. Do you remember um, the service station? Oh, yeah. Like up north. But I had lived in Spokane. I moved here the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And I didn't have any friends yet. I didn't know anybody. And Amberlynn was coming to the service station. Oh, my I gosh. Like, oh, I have to go to that. And so I begged my mom. And she's <laughs> like, you're going to go by yourself? I was like, well, who else am I supposed to bring? My yeah. brother? No, I'm not bringing him. So <laughs> I went by myself. And that was my first Spokane show. <laughs> was Amberlynn Christian? Yes. They were Christian, but they were like kind of mainstream Christian. Yeah. Yeah. I it's funny. I was I'm, I was on a podcast. I was just talking about all this kind of in the last podcast that we were on. We were talking about uh, Christian music, and I was just like, "Yeah, there was tones of Christianness to it, but like it was very like it didn't feel Christian." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know if you didn't tell me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like after school, after high school, you ended up. Oh, actually, pause. 
I always do this. I forget <laughs> that I need to play a game because like I want to get into like everything leading into how you got to Logan Tavern. But like before that, I want to like I want to just play a quick little quick little game. I like it. Um, it's all about Spoke Spokane. It's called the Spokecast Hot List. Um, I cannot find my tab. I have too many <laughs> things open right now. Uh, so it's just a. Uh, it's just I'll say a word. You say the first word that comes to your mind as it relates to Spokane. We'll try it kind of fast, but we might like talk a little bit okay. here and there if something something piques my interest. Uh, <laughs> park, uh, Manitou, coffee. Why is that so difficult? Arctos, music venue. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> uh, beer, Brick West, artist. Um. Why can't I? I know his real name. I don't remember his artist name. Dan. Daniel Lopez. Daniel Lopez. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> God on Instagram. Yes, thank you. I was like, uh, I can't remember. He's winning this. He's winning this list. I am. My dream is to make this the 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 next Inlander best of oh. thing. Like, or I take all the take all of everyone who said everything and then like kind of rank it and then like this is who won off my podcast yeah. and maybe have like a. Uh, a voting element to it as well but only if you advertise you can only you can only win if you advertise <laughs> with me i like it <laughs> uh burger mm, delicious ooh love it sweet treats nothing bunt cakes mm. shopping garland mm. breakfast slash brunch oof mm. Elliot's. Yes. Yeah. I, I. It's not said enough on this podcast. Oh, I love and, them. And people don't. And I. And I know everyone goes to it, but yeah. I think for some reason people forget Elliot's and they oh. say other things like the brunch and they're all good places. But like Elliot's, they're so good. Uh, biscuits and gravy are like if you get it half and half with um, uh, chili and their this gravy is like oh it's so good. Oh. I was actually like I was posting a po- picture of it on a an account I managed today, and I was like, I need to go to Elliot's. I haven't <laughs> been there in a, I haven't been there in a bit. Um, event Elk Fest. Oh man, miss it. Did you get fooled? I on, did. They got me good. <laughs> I like I totally shared it on my page, and then like who someone messaged me, and they tell me it was. Uh, Sean Widmer. Oh yeah, he like mess. He's like, it's <laughs> fake, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, oh. and I, I even text Matt Bogue. I uh-huh. like, I text like DJ Unifest. He, I, I was like, if he, if this is happening, he knows when the dates are. I need to know when this is so I can block it off of my calendar right now so Stop I can go going. to it. Yeah. And I was like, and he, and it was just a joke, and I was so pissed off. I got fooled so many times on April Fools. I was like, come on, <laughs> we should know nasty. better. <laughs> um, tacos. Oh, tacos, tacos. Daily owns. Mm. Neighborhood. I'm going to go Garland again. <laughs> Pizza. Peace pie. Mm. Oh, love it. Yes. Uh, and then I'm going to ask best chicken sandwich. Logan <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, that's how we kind of, this interview happened. Like I, we were at the Inlander Best of, and we ran each other, and I was just like, I and I was like, I got to get you on the podcast. I want to talk about 
Logan Tavern, how it came to be, how you came to be a part owner in it. And but before we get to there, I, w- I kind of want to know, like, you've kind of been in the industry in the bar scene for a while now. Yeah. Like, did you when did you start bartending? I started bartending newly 21. Um, I started at Ferraro's Italian restaurant. Okay. Yeah. My, yeah. My brother-in-law owns it. So oh. I got a job there and, uh, it's definitely different pace bartending at Ferraro's cause it's mostly beer and wine. Yeah. But I knew how to make like the simple things. Where is Ferraro's at? For- so there's two locations. There's one in the Valley yeah. off the Sprague and then the one he runs is the one on, um, division. It's like right as you're going up the hill where the old Calico kitchen used oh, to be. Oh like yeah, right yeah, yeah. Across the street. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. So. So you started bartending there. Yeah. I started and, there. <laughs> and then. Like, where'd you go after that? I went to uh, Rick's Ringside. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. okay. That's I remember you working there. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, because that's a staple of the Garland. Yeah. And now they're under new ownership. Yeah. Um, and But I haven't been there in a, in a bit. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, okay, I'm going to ask you this question about Long Island. Okay. <laughs> Why do I get judged so hard? By bartenders for ordering a Long Island. <laughs> is it, why is it, why is it, why am I getting judged? Uh, I mean, I just, I know you po- pointer boys and how you, much you love your Long Islands, but I've always thought it's so funny. I don't know. I like, <laughs> Sarah Thorpe does a podcast in here and she, I, they were making fun of it the other day. <laughs> and I know that when you go into a bar and you order a Long Island, you're kind of getting judged. But I just, for whatever reason, I just love the taste of it. Yeah. Like, they're just really good. But now I just order a poor man's Long Island, which is just like double vodka with Diet Coke and a splash of sweet and sour. So go. I don't get judged as hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not getting nearly as drunk. Um, so, like, how, when did you, like, were you at, like, how many bars were you at before you went to Logan's? Um, gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but I think just the two. Oh, wow. Yeah, just Ferraro's and Rick's. Okay. So. Yeah. Like... And so you got to Logan's and you were not part owner. No, yet. I, uh, when I left Rick's, I actually didn't know if I wanted to bartend anymore. Yeah. So I was kind of on like a, I don't know, Chip told me to take some time off, think about what I wanted to do. Mm. And I was like, okay. So I basically just drank wine every day for two weeks and laid <laughs> on my couch and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he came home one day. He's like, you got to find a job you gotta you gotta get out of here (laughs) i was like fine i guess so so i started putting my resume out everywhere and uh i was a bank teller for a hot minute oh wow don't like that nope moving on (laughs) (laughs) so uh we um i got a a few job offers and i was like you know still unsure if i wanted to go back into bartending and then um i sat down with nehemiah uh who was um, Logan Tavern at that time. And then he, we had like a two minute interview and he just got up and he hugged me and he was like, I think you're perfect. And I was awesome. Like, oh. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, when do I start? So I helped open up the place. It was, uh, in 2018. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So what, what we talked about this a little bit off before we started recording, but like Logan Tavern's famous for being the original, bulldog tavern yeah like and that was the bulldog tavern was there for i i have to imagine it was there for a long time it was there for a very long time and unfortunately i don't know the exact dates but yeah uh, no but like i mean it was i mean it was on the level of like 
I mean, Jack and Dan's across the street. Totally. And Logan, and then, and the bulldog was yeah. right across the street. And, and you could really just bar hop between the places. Like I did that a lot, a lot when I was in my, in my early days. And like, but like back when the, before you guys took it over, like it was, the doors were always open. You'd walk in, it was like standing room only. It was kind of always kind of messy in there. It was, <laughs> a, you know, it, it was, a, it was a college bar. Yeah. For and, sure. and, and it still kind of is obviously, yeah. but, uh, but then it became multiple things. Like you, we said it was like chairs. It was, uh, uh, 1305 club 1305. for a hot minute, a yeah. university yeah. bar and grill or something, and then chairs, and then Scotty's. Oh, Scotty's, yeah. Yeah, it was Scotty's for, but we just celebrated uh, five years at the end of February, and that like made us the long, longest standing bar since the Bulldog. So, wow. That's a huge, that made is, me very happy. <laughs> that's, uh, and you guys have a badass neon sign outside. Yeah. I think that that is like, so cool. It's so like, I think like people don't often think about when they're making a restaurant, like how important, like having like cool signage is totally. and being friends with like Chris Bovee and him bringing back neon, like for like, I know, I know other people do it in Spokane, mm -hmm. obviously, but like, it's such a, it, it's such a mark and it makes, really makes your business stand out. So I, I appreciate that you guys you. did that. Cause like, it's better than having one of those plexiglass signs that are just like rectangle yeah. and like, just look kind of like <laughs> cheesy. Like it's cool to have like something that just feels permanent and like, Hey, we're going to make this investment in this sign. And yeah. like, it's, and that's, we're going to stay here because of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like when you were, so when it, it opened, like, what is the story of like you becoming part owner in it? Like, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, was it like kind of, did you guys decide to just take it over or was it, was it failing as a business? Like what was going on? Um, honestly, it was in the middle of COVID when oh, okay. we made this decision. Yeah. So, oh, right. Um, <laughs> we weren't failing, but it was a scary was time COVID, as yeah. you can, um, I mean, as, everyone went through right for sure uh and my business partners they actually own the pita pits in the area so oh, like okay. the one across the street in the gonzaga district and then the one on the south hill yeah they own so they are not bartenders and um but they i mean they help me with everything yeah. so <laughs> uh but basically like when COVID happened they were like we need somebody that's willing to be here all the time and like help us do everything that knows what they're doing yeah do you want to be that person? And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, yeah. Like I, I shouldn't say it was failing. I just feel like it, whenever you hear about like ownership changes, like you always yeah. like feel like, oh, maybe there is like something going on that like, and you guys just wanted to like make it, make it work. Yeah. Like I feel like during COVID you guys, like Logan Tavern was like really on the uptake of like ordering out, like having stuff like you did a lot mm -hmm. of stuff like buying bottles and like cocktail kits and stuff like that. Like yeah. how, like I know COVID was tough for everyone, but like how was it for, for you guys? Like how did you guys pivot? I mean, we basically made the decisions to just, I mean, unfortunately lay everybody off yeah. and except for me and uh, my chef at the time. Mm. And so it was just me and him working like 11 to seven five days a week and we would just do takeout from then. Yeah. And we did like cocktail kits for like margaritas. Cause I mean, let's be honest, we were all drinking like 
so much during COVID. Yeah, I still, <laughs> so. I, I think I, I, I started drinking so much in COVID. I haven't stopped yet. Yeah, I feel same. like, <laughs> I feel like I, I'm one of the few who like this has kept on. I, I did take a break for a little bit during yeah. there, but then I was like, you know what? I need to just keep on drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do dry January every year to just be like, okay, yeah. liver's all right. We're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. For sure. No. Uh, um, but like, is that when like all like the menu changes started happening or like when you started playing with the menu more? Like, I feel like I kind of got wind of like what they're doing at Logan Tavern is different than it has been. Yeah. And like to like how like who made who made those decisions to like kind of change the menu? Um. So my chef, Eric McGraw, mm-hmm. he is a godsend of a human. He's mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, he actually helped us open the restaurant as okay. well. And then uh, he was there for about a year and then he went to truck driving. And then um, during COVID, my chef at the time decided he wanted to move to DC. Oh. And so we were like, oh, we need another chef. And me and Eric play fantasy football together every okay. year. And so we still talk and everything. And I was like, hey, how's truck driving? It was like the middle of winter. He was like, I hate it. <laughs> it's terrible. And I was like, I bet. That sounds gross. <laughs> and I was like, how would you feel about cooking again? And he was like, with you? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. Also, <laughs> like, okay. oh, like before, like, so he opened it. Like, and yeah. so you guys were like co coworkers. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, now it's like different because you're running, helping run the, the yeah. space. And like, huh. So, like, and so, you, he came back and yeah. kind of... And he's been like the, you know, I mean, we've had... I feel like I've, whenever I talk to people about the chicken sandwich, they're like, it's different from this chef and it's different from this chef. And yeah. that's going to happen, you know, wherever you go. But I think um, McGraw has definitely made it like the the best chicken sandwich because he's the one that's been there the past few years that yeah. have like made all those... Yeah. He's, yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, the chicken sandwich, I mean... I've only had it the I've only had it one time. I need yeah. to, it's one of those things like I don't I live literally like five miles away and I <laughs> and I know that kids are welcome there. I should just be there once a week and I just I choose not to do that. And that's a choice, I guess. But I need to come in more. Okay, uh, you're busy. <laughs> but uh I kind of what piqued my interest of like talking to you more about the menu and everything is when I came and did a podcast with Chris Kilduff of yeah. Food Finder. He interviewed Adam Hegstead and as they were as they were ordering off the menu like they were just ordering all this amazing food items yeah. and like menu items and I think at the time like it was a carnival it was the carnival fresh sheet week carnival fresh sheet we're totally doing that again and by the way <laughs> like like there was I think there was elephant ear yeah. was there cotton candy there was like a cotton candy drink I made oh, okay uh we had car- Cajun honey butter popcorn mm-hmm. that was fantastic that was my favorite yeah um corn dogs that was Chris's favorite Oh, corn, corn dogs. dogs. Yeah, yes. hand-dipped corn, corn dogs. I used to work at Hot Dog on a Stick. Nuh-uh. Yes. Oh, my God. And I want to see you in that uniform. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Like, I had short... Like, at the time... I mean, it wouldn't be embarrassing now because, like, short shorts are in. But, like, I was yeah, wearing, absolutely. like, really short shorts. And, like, the, sh- the shirt I wore didn't really fit me well. It was kind of baggy. and I But I didn't have to wear the hat the girls oh. wore. I only oh. had to wear a blue baseball hat. Yeah. So it was a little bit better. But it was still, like... 
everything you did there, like, because you had, when you did batter, you put the batter, like, you stirred it up and then you took it out. You had, like, say batter up and, like, drop the batter into, like, <laughs> something else. I was, and then That's the, amazing. the way you did, like, lemonade, it was delicious. And I oh, ate, yeah. I ate so much. Uh, well, I ate so much, uh, uh, what am I? Th- uh, not cheese on a stick. Oh, because we they did cheddar cheese on a stick, oh and then they also God. did uh pepper jack cheese on a stick, oh and it was it's to die for. That like, sounds delicious. I mean, uh, the manager who we're so uh, she's really good friends with Abby. I'm really good friends with her as well. She's a fan of the podcast. Amber Sparks. Um, she uh, we want to figure out how to make it again because like yeah, it's nothing's better than like a. A corn dog, but like this, the cheese and it is oh, such a dream. You should, you should do that, Logan Tavern. There you All go. right, you got it. <laughs> but uh, I'll be like, you know, you can sponsor it. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, but like, how like it's so easy just to do regular bar food, like to just mm-hmm. make this kind of because like people coming are coming to the Logan Tavern to drink, like yeah. for a lot of for. But now you've be, you've made it a place that like you have a fresh sheet you have this amazing uh chicken sandwich that everyone talks about you have, but you just also have like when you look at this menu like you have a pint of bacon like you can literally buy a pint of bacon <laughs> at Logan Tavern uh and i this is a, that's like i make bacon just to eat it sometimes like that's an amazing idea like pickle fries you do your pickle fries like completely like a lot different than other places i feel like cuz they're like they're actually spears, right? Yeah, they're like shoestring fries, but yeah. like pickles instead of fries. Yeah, it's in, but there's so like the the chicken uh, the chicken wings are freaking amazing, uh, but like, how, why did you guys decide to like make food such a staple? We were trying to be something that like you know, well, like I don't know if you and Abby are like this, but me and Chip are like this. Whenever we go out to eat, we're like, okay, where do you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Do they have booze there? Yep. Do they have food there? Mm. Do they have good food there? Like you go down this checklist. Yeah. And I wanted to be one of those places like, yeah. that offers whatever we can with like not just bar food, but like upscale bar food. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, fancy tavern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. not too fancy. <laughs> well, I just think like when I was in there, like at the time, I think there was also like a, a basketball camp going on at um, GU. Like GU mm-hmm. does their like summer basketball camps there, and a group of like I think like ten this it was like ten like high school boys came in that yeah. didn't have a parent. They were going out to eat, and they were choosing Logan Tavern. And I was just like, uh, and I, I think that was one of the reasons why our elephant ear took so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I think that because of those boys. <laughs> because, because the elephant ear like took up I was I t- was told like it took up the entire Oh yeah, it fryer. took up the whole fryer. It just kept <laughs> expanding. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> um, but like and that's something that's different too is like you have um I mean, kids can go go in there. Yeah. Like and as a parent like that is very important like totally. for us like we want cuz like I think our kids are Lincoln Ivy are pretty good kids in restaurants. Yeah. And like, but a lot of bartenders and owners just hate children. <laughs> and like the fact that you like, you don't have to be 18 and under or I mean, you don't have to be kid friendly, but I guess it probably works well for uh GU and having, totally. having the, the students there. Yeah. And you know, you have the warehouse right down the street too. Yeah. So, and a lot of people don't know that cause we didn't, uh, we used to not be all family friendly we did it um 
in the dark times of COVID. So yeah. a lot of people don't know that. So yeah. Is that like just a different, you just have to have a different type of menu? You just have to block off like the, oh, bar. the bar. So yeah. we just have, you know, and then you just have to get it approved. So, I mean, it wasn't terribly hard and I mean, I just tell everyone, like, I do have, I don't have a filter, so <laughs> I can't promise. <laughs> that, I, I mean, I, my kids cuss all the time. And, <laughs> Perfect. And I think it's endearing. I mean, I, it's about just teaching your kids, like, there's a time when you can cuss and there's times that you can't cuss. Yeah. And like, there's people you can cuss around. There's people you can't cuss around. Yeah. Like, I don't ever think cussing's a bad thing. It's just no. like how you use it and like. It, and it's so funny when, like, when Link just says something like, I think the other day he just said, like, fucking A. Like, yeah. this is something I'm just like, well, that works there. Like, well, that's a good, that's a good use of that word. Like, absolutely. Um, so I love that. But, but that, <laughs> like, bef- but when you opened, like, it was 21 and over. Yeah. Like, it, that seems like such a, now that I think about it, like, so much of the, the, students at Gonzaga and especially as Gonzaga has grown its population like it seems like that's such a you're missing out on so many people that could come in right totally yeah like and you just kind of have to just learn how to cater to those and like a lot of my coworkers and my business partners they all have young kids Mm -hmm. they want them to come in you know it's makes it more fun (laughs) for sure uh what are some like hidden gems like that are on your menu that like people like I know like well, yeah, you probably look at the sales like what obviously is the chicken sandwich sold the most oh absolutely because it's, cause it's known the most yeah, but like it like blows alcohol and everything else out of the oh, water really? every single month yeah it goes buttermilk chicken sandwich tavern burger well tequila <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing uh that seems that doesn't seem very standard for most bars it's definitely not it's <laughs> like, very weird <laughs> uh what uh what, how, how many chicken sandwiches do you sell in a month? Month. Oh gosh, I don't remember off the top of my head. A lot. But it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. So you're ordering a lot of chicken, chicken from so many chickens. from whoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many chickens. Uh, was that ever an issue during like? Oh yeah. Because like I know chicken, like I know chicken wings was a big thing. Chicken wings was a big thing. But was and, chicken breast like a big thing too? Um. Yeah. And I mean, as anybody in the industry knows, like prices are just always like going up and going down and going yeah. up and going down and like right now it's weird because eggs are the most expensive thing oh wow and oh. chicken's cheaper i'm like what because <laughs> <laughs> well, all those chicken. chickens grew up yeah. and now now their chickens are needing to lay eggs yeah. and but we They're also all... need to eat them but they also got to make a yeah it's weird i've gone to costco um and i one time di- i went to co- like we go to costco probably once a month and i always get like a, a 24 pack of eggs there was no eggs at Costco. So weird. And I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what like what's some hidden gems on the menu that like that you would recommend people to eat other than the chicken sandwich? Um, so another thing and uh that a lot of people don't know is that the chicken little Sammy, which is like on the small bites menu. Okay. Which it's like our version of a kid's menu, but I don't, you know. You don't have to be like 12 and younger to, because yeah. I'm that person. I'm always like, do you have a grilled cheese here? <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, the chicken little Sammy is the same exact chicken that we make in house, but it's just smaller. Oh, wow. So, you know, you can like dress it up however you want, but oh, wow. yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So that's another 
that's was on there. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, cause in your tavern fair, it's like a ton of uh, sandwiches, and like, I mean, it just it also like the Italian beef grinder sounds amazing. Oh my god, the, that is so good. How how do you how does he do the roast beef? Does uh, do you get does he you guys do the roast beef yourself or he uh. I know that's an Eric question. Okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I was like, I know he's um, like slices it in house and everything. Oh, okay. And pretty sure we cook it all in house too. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, but it's so good. That one's like the newest. It's only been on the menu for a couple months. Okay. Yeah. And it's, oh my gosh, it's to die for. It's really good. Um, And I also just noticed, I mean, I how long have you been doing, how long have you been doing brunch for? We've actually done brunch since the beginning. Since the beginning, okay. But um, we've changed the menu a few times. Yeah. Uh, and then I also just started doing um, Monday hangover brunches. Ooh. It's like geared towards my friends in the industry because a lot of them have Mondays off. And yeah. I'm usually hungover on Mondays. And <laughs> it's very hard. So uh, we make um, uh, like a different kind of brunch menu. So it has like chicken and waffles with yeah. like that famous chicken on it mm. and it's got breakfast poutine on it with like it's not traditional but it's like our house gravy on fries with eggs on top oh my gosh yeah it's and pancakes which i eat like every monday that's amazing <laughs> so good <laughs> uh what like i was gonna add like what's the changeover like though from dinner to like late night like oh it's uh, so like families are allowed until eight yeah and then after eight you have to be 21 and over and it's just so funny because it'll be like some nights just kind of stay the same mood you know yeah. everyone's just hanging out eating food and then some nights it's just absolute wild yeah You're like what is this place today <laughs> <laughs> what are gonzaga games like there i've, I, oh I've never God. been there for a game they're insane like but it's so much fun i love the energy like, yeah i love the energy Cause it's, it's packed. Because it's kind of like a sports bar. Like yeah. you have a ton of TVs. Yeah. You have to get there at least two hours before the game starts. Holy shit. Or else you will not get a spot. And it's like standing room only and people are flying and doing. Oh, my gosh. They're just it's crazy. That's, Jumping up and down like the last. It wasn't the one they lost, but the one before that. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. These kids were like jumping around the booths. And I was like, OK, everybody calm down. It's an old building. <laughs> uh, were you guys. I forget what it was like in 21, 2021 when they were in the championship. But I feel oh, like yeah. we were back in business. We were. Yeah. Like in person. Yeah. Like I feel like we were, too. But like, yeah, I just go watching Gonzaga and like. And a crowd of people. This I feel like Gonzaga area is fine because you're gonna get a very, very, very pro Gonzaga crowd. Totally, and you're gonna get a probably pro pro Gonzaga side anywhere. But mm -hmm. like, it always just stresses me out. I hate watching sports and oh yeah, I hate watching sports in public because like, there's always gonna be that person. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Always. Um, I was gonna like, so. You, your like kind of tagline is like your neighborhood uh, watering hole. Like, <laughs> how when the summer dies down, like what or not summer dies down when the school year dies down, like what 
How much is it? How much does it change at, at at the restaurant? It's definitely not as rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of um, we have a lot of neighborhood regulars that like live you know mm. in that district that I'll just walk over. Yeah. Um, that are there every day. Like you just so have that, your regulars you know, that are yeah. just <laughs> always sitting at the bar, always yeah. getting the same drink, and like are there from open the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. And a lot of like my friends will come see me more during the summer because they're mm. like, I can actually talk to you today. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, it just seems like I, whenever I've gone in there, it's just like, like, especially after you, after you guys took over, it's just like, it just feels so warm and welcoming. And it, it just feels like kind of a, like not kind of, but it feels like a, you know, a little bit of a step up from like your traditional, like going to a, a bar to get drinks. Like it just feels, it just feels classier, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if that's trying really hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you have partners in yes. at Logan Tavern, like, um, who are, like, who are the, your partners? I know you mentioned the own, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the um, Pita Pit. Yeah. But like, uh, who are they? Uh, their names are Eric Morris and Jonathan Wynn. Okay. Yeah. And and like, are you just are you pretty much a day to day like running things and they're kind of like just trusting Brittany's doing doing her job? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool that like that you're do, like creating this amazing restaurant and like Thank bar. You. I just like it's so cool. Like I and it's I think off air I said like my I, I'm gonna make jordan feel really embarrassed right now he's like why why are you interviewing britney like and i'm just like well she makes the like they at her restaurant they make the best chicken sandwich in spokane like that's you know that's something to, to get around for and he's like what but like i was like yeah she owns the restaurant and like i did not know that like i think like uh yeah i think i found out a couple of years ago and like but I mean, you are unassuming about it because, like, you are the bartender there uh, for the most part. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, this happened to me with um, Isaac Hauser of uh, Peace Pie and Sandoz. Like, I used to go get pizza from him. Yeah. And, like, he's so young and he he's unassuming. And I would never know he's, like, the one calling all the shots at Peace Pie. And, uh, and but it's just, like, it's it's cool that, like, when you're a business owner that like, you know, not everyone needs to know that you're the business owner. Cause like yeah. that also, that also changes how people interact with you at the, at the restaurant and exactly. stuff. <laughs> like, how many times do people like say like, I'd like to talk to manager. Oh God. And I'm like, she's not here today. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, that's funny. I also like to screen my own phone calls. They're like, hi, is the owner? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> What's this regarding? <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. So, like, what? Else, like, I know. I mean, do you do you have do you guys do trivia nights? Do you have like a weekly like like a weekly program of like events there? We are bringing them back. Um, okay. I usually take it off during March Madness because okay. it's just wild. Yeah. Um, but now that March is over, we're gonna bring it back in May. So it'll be every Tuesday from eight to ten. Oh, nice. So adults only. Sorry, nice. but oh, that's fine. Makes it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I you don't have to watch her mouth so much. So. <laughs> uh, who who run? Do you run it or? Um. No, my uh, manager Nick Walker is going okay. to do it. Yeah. Oh, nice. So and he's uh, he's really funny. He's got dad jokes for days. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, like, and you, your fresh sheets. I, I we haven't really 
we talked about your food, but like, how often do you do the fresh sheets? Like, uh, every week. Oh, you do a fresh yeah. sheet every week. Every week. So it's like, what what what's happening this week? I mean, it's not going to be. This is going to be past, so you're not going to be able to get this yeah. fresh sheet. <laughs> so but, sorry. <laughs> but like, what like what is on the fresh sheet this week? Uh, this week we have a Philly quesadilla. Oh wow! Which I'm think I'm going to go have for lunch today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a black and blue chicken sandwich, and then uh pork pulled pork sliders, and there's one more thing. Oh, chili cheese fries. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I know. <laughs> uh, and like I mean, that just changes every week yeah like, so every monday uh we come out with a new fresh sheet and then um it's usually like until it runs out or okay. sunday so we like just you know yeah sell out all the rest of it and how does your show like how does he does he just come up with this does he just have a plan uh, like- sometimes there's a plan sometimes he goes and gets real high and then uh, <laughs> he's like, I have an idea. <laughs> like, does it, like, do you just show up and he's like, that he's making the list? Or does he like, does he check with you? Like, does he like, he, does is, he have free range? Yeah, he has free range. Like, free I trust reign. him. Like, free, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Free range, free range, whatever. <laughs> I think I was thinking of animals, like free range. But like, obviously, it, it, it's free range. <laughs> but yeah, he had, and like my, my whole cook crew, like, I think two of those specials are... Um, not even by chef this week, just by one of my part-time guys that were oh, like, nice. I want to do a Philly KC. And I was like, go for it. Let's do it. You have to tell me, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, how, like what, how many staff do you have there? Uh, I think we have 13. Oh wow. Yeah. Front that's including everything. So yeah. we're very small, but we're very, like, we're very close. It's like a family. It, so. That sounds like, it, it sounds like a family. Yeah. Like, and it's, <laughs> I mean, and you, uh it, yeah like i said it, i already said like the hospitality there is just amazing i mean that might be just because you know me when i come in <laughs> and like that always that's always helpful i mean i would say that, that that's true for anything though like when you go to a place a lot or you know the people that run it like you are going to get a level of service that's like well i shouldn't say that this is not a great thing this, this is not a great thing you're <laughs> going to get a different level of service just because of knowing them but i know that you as a person will and as like a manager and teaching other people like you'll give that hospitality to everyone but it is it is something different like knowing the people that run it because yeah. like, when when i go to when i go to elliot's and ray like says hi to me yeah. like or and like we have a conversation like it's just like you make friends in the industry and like i'm not in the industry like i'm not a uh a restaurateur ever been i've never even bartender or anything like that like so like i don't really know the ins and outs but like it is like I feel like I'm a part of the industry just because exactly. like just because of the how people are how people are when I when I see them and it's it's it makes me happy like yeah. I love it um, and I would encourage everyone like if you like love a place that you that's in your neighborhood like go there often and like make those relationships because like that's how I mean I was I just started going into Elliot it's like I mean we never knew the Elliot's at all like and then you just become friends with them when you start going there like oh, yeah they're um, so easygoing and yeah. Like- the nicest people yeah they're they're great and you're great and i'm i'm Thank so you. proud to see like <laughs> like this amazing you're running this amazing business and like having it be so successful and like the the awards that you're getting for the chicken sandwiches like and it's not bullshit like it, it is really good chicken sandwich like it's not like it's not like one of these awards that you buy in the inland yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> like this is actually voted on by the people. <laughs> I feel like there's like me and we were talking about this on another podcast, uh, and there's like there's awards that like 
are I feel like that like all the food awards in the Inlanders best of are because of people voting for them. Totally. And like it's like when like Market Street Pizza wins best pizza, like it's because they have a, a really, really good pizza yeah. and like best chicken sandwich, best burgers. Like it's there's a reason why these places win their awards and get so much reputation. Yeah. And like and I feel like and I feel like I can trust Chris Kilduff. Like, oh, absolutely. On Food Finder, like whenever whenever he shouts out a place and says that this place has good food and like I sat at I the coolest thing about it, I think, was I was sitting at I was recording this podcast, uh, talking with your mouth full. You can go find it on where you listen to podcasts. It was an interview with um, Adam Hegstead and and them just sitting there and like eating all the food and then this like him like react like watching Adam Hegstead react to your food and him being like, holy cow, this is so good. Yeah. Like that has to feel good. <laughs> oh God, it's amazing. Like I felt like I was in a dream that whole day. I was like, Adam Hegstead, like the Adam Hegstead is going to be in my bar. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deep uh, breaths. <laughs> yeah. And he, I mean, I could, I mean, I saw the expression on his face. Like he, and he was in a very good mood. Like I've, I feel like I, the times I've met Adam uh, a couple of times, like he always seems like a little bit, I mean, he's kind of shy. He's kind of like an introvert. Yeah. And but when he was there, like he was very much like a different person I've ever than I've ever seen. And like and it had to been because he was just enjoying the food so much. Well, not not because of conversation with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just joking, Chris. Um, you. <laughs> um, but like what's next for I mean, Logan Tavern? Are you gonna open another location? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about it and then I'm like, okay, no, chill. We gotta just Keep doing what we're doing here, you know. <laughs> I should ask you about the drinks. Like, I mean, like, I feel like, like, do you? What's your? What's what's the cocktail? Like, I want to. I want something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I want something sweet. I want something sweet. Um, surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, I get asked like every day. <laughs> um, when someone does say that, well, like, what will you make for them? My go-to is uh, this one I made up called the Tavern Picho. Mm, it's a peacho? delicious, yeah. I love. Oh, it's like those candies. Uh, uh, what? But what is it? So it's peach vodka, orange juice, and then grenadine. So it looks like a peacho. It's delicious. Oh, like a peach. Oh, yeah, like, like a, a peacho. Oh, you I, like the peach rings. The, the peach rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh my god, I gotta try that. I love like peach is one of those flavors. I just like. I'm obsessed. I'm, 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 yeah. Anything. Anytime I see like an energy drink that's like peach flavored, like I always will go to that same that drink <laughs> that sounds amazing and i love like an orange juice yeah um that's the kind of drink that i would make and i would send it to my my group chat and they would be like brennan something's wrong with you because <laughs> like i've been making um i make a uh been making like a diet coke and tequila oh with a uh, cherry interesting and the i feel like it's just like when you, if you do like uh, like heavy like not heavy like two shots on a tequila mm -hmm. with like um, with Diet Coke and then a little. I use a, the Mio's, like the like a, a cherry Mio. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, it would be better with grenadine, um, <laughs> like a cherry grenadine. But like, it would taste sweeter at least. Uh, it's just like it, it's a. I love it. Like, yeah. and I love making like concoctions and like making drinks and like. And I feel like you probably do the same. Like it sounds like you do. Like, uh, what's your what's your like savory drink? Like, uh, or like I shouldn't say like savory, but like a dry drink. 
like a not sweet drink. Like like a martini. Like oh yeah. But like what like what's your specialty there? So I, not to toot my own horn, but I make really good Manhattans. Oh oh my god! So. I, don't tell Abby. <laughs> Oh man, I did not know that. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like anytime I've gone in there too, I've I always order a Long Island. Yeah, because I know you won't judge me. I know you'll just make I won't it. Judge you. <laughs> but uh, I should it's, I should expand, and I should uh, we should try it like because I also feel like when you go to a bar like Logan Tavern, like not many people are buying a Manhattan. No, it's very. I did have a couple come in um, on Sunday. Yeah, Easter, I guess it was, and they were like just surprise us and. They looked like they were dressed up for the evening. And I was like, let's be fancy about it. So I made a Manhattan's and the guy was just like, what? I thought I was coming to a tavern. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Remember what a Manhattan is. So it's, uh, I use I use Buffalo Trace. That's my oh, okay. favorite. Mm-hmm. But you can use whatever whiskey. And then uh, vermouth and bitters and an orange peel. Okay. And if you want to get real fancy with it, you can light the orange peel on fire. Oh, wow. That is fancy. To. That's why I don't like it. I like... <laughs> I you know I like um I mean I like Buffalo Trace I mean I like a, that with like an old fashioned there's the vermouth is just something I whenever I have a Manhattan it always like this hits my palate wrong and yeah. it just kind of tastes bitter and like like but maybe I like yours I don't know honestly most of the time if I'm making them for myself at home I'll leave the vermouth out oh okay like, I don't need that yeah just I, give me I, more whiskey <laughs> I mean I, I mean I make martinis every night at home and I have a dirty martini. But it's just uh, when I say dry, that I mean a dry is like without. Is that right? Is well, dry like with, dry is with dry vermouth? Usually. Oh, dry yeah. vermouth. What's it called without vermouth? What's that saying? It's just not dry. Regular. <laughs> regular. <but laughs> I just, anyways, I have a, I drink a dirty martini. I don't. I never put vermouth in it. There I actually do this thing where I and I I wash. Um, I will put a shot of or like a half a shot of whiskey in my martini glass i'll swish it i'll sh- i'll shoot that and then that's like my vermouth is like oh, yeah. whisk is like a whiskey wash that's and, delicious and yeah it really makes that that dirty martini element like yeah this makes that flavor different. abby hates it but like <laughs> i love it and i get into you know, like instead of having three shots in my martini i'm now having four shots yeah exactly Whoopsie. what everyone needs yeah. everyone's gonna think i'm an alcoholic now um <laughs> no judgment here uh well thank you so much for coming on the podcast and thank you talking all about yeah, Logan Tavern. I, I I think I did interrupt you. Like, is there anything coming up on the horizon for for the for the the restaurant? Or are you just like just always just changing the menu, like the fresh eats, and yeah. just like trying new things? Just pretty much. Keep an eye out on Instagram. It's at the Logan Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trivia's will start in May. And yeah. Awesome. That's it. <laughs> well, thank you again, Brandy, for coming thank on. And I'm happy that we had to, made this happen. And um, I will be at uh, Logan Tavern in the next like two weeks. Perfect. I guarantee it. I need to get. Well, I, now we need to come when you're working, so I can. Yeah. So Abby can have a Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited and uh, and I'm just I'm so proud of this what you've done at at the restaurant and bar and I uh, I, I can't wait to keep seeing it grow and see what and see what's next from from logan tavern and from yourself so (laughs) thank you (laughs) awesome well to everyone else thank you so much for listening to the podcast we will be back next week until then peace
just wrong to love yourself. I said it's all about you and no one else. I said, don't you just wrong to love yourself? Let me hear you sing it louder. Don't you just wrong to love yourself? I said it's all about you and no one else. I said, don't you just wrong to love yourself? Let me hear you sing it louder. Gonna do it like me. This is a production of Spokass Production Studios, located in Spokane, Washington. Our city, our stories. And a big thank you to Jinx Universe for letting us use his song, Like Me, from his latest album, Make It Look Good. Peace.